Pujols with the widespread stance. Arms out over the plate. Bickford from the stretch. The 1-1 pitch. A swing, and there it goes! Left field, way back! That's home run number 700! Pujols hits a three-run homer, and he hit 699 and 700 at Dodger Stadium on September 23rd, 2022. 8.23 p.m. Pacific time. Okay, hello and welcome to Jays from Home. Um, we have not recorded in two weeks, so I was thinking of calling this episode uh, This Fortnight in Baseball. Uh, I, I'm, I should introduce ourselves too. My name is is uh, Matt, and this is my newly wed brother, Steve. Hello. Which is I'm why back. we missed last week's episode. And we're both back. We, we were both gone last week. Yeah, um, and uh, as far as I know, the Blue Jays didn't play while we were gone, so... Yeah, if we're not watching it, they don't play. Is that like Schrodinger's cat? You don't know what's not in the TV box, whether they're winning or, or losing. That's a that's a different thing. They it, it's if they're if you're uh, it's they they're either dead or they are both dead and alive. So they are both playing and not playing until we turn on the TV and find out what the actual case is. Um, so yeah, um, it's I don't know if you did you ever watch the show this week in baseball? No, back as a kid, no. Well. This Fortnite in baseball. That's that's what I was going for. Anyways, um, yeah, Schrodinger's Schroding, Schroding, Blue Jays did in fact play over the past two weeks. Um, I don't know what good it is to really look at the record because we're recording this on a on a Saturday, um, and when we release it on Monday, the two games will have been played. So, right, like as we speak right now, the Jays are tied uh, for uh, the wild card spot, um, and with, with with the Rays, who they are playing this weekend. Um, and I, I think it's safe to say, would you say it's safe to say that the AL East is, um, not in play for, for either the Jays or the Rays? Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it looked like for a little bit that it was, but I think the Yankees have come back to their winning ways a little bit. I haven't really paid attention other than, yeah, no, they've, they've, they've kind runs. of, yeah, they've, that's basically their, how they've kept winning in, in the first place. They, they have, have not had a great record over the second half. But, yeah, they've kind of um, – some players have gotten healthier um, and they've kind of kind of steadied the ship a little bit. And uh, I don't think that they're um, going to lose um, any uh, positioning in, as far as the AL East division goes. But, you know, there were some, some pretty um, uh, interesting games this past week. I'm not, we're not going to recap the whole two weeks' worth of games because – that's too far away. I don't know. That's, I don't, I that's like a half hour, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, Tuesday they won uh, against the Phillies, eighteen to eleven. And did you know that they scored twelve NFL outscored twelve NFL teams uh, for that game? Uh, no, because uh, I don't follow the NFL, so it doesn't well, exist for me. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's, it's still in the box. Um, yeah, no, they, they outscored the Bengals, Patriots, Panthers, Broncos, Steelers, Bears, Saints, Texans, Seahawks, Titans, Vikings, and Colts. So they would have beaten um, 12 NFL teams with that score, assuming that um, the Blue Jays play baseball and the NFL teams kept on playing football. Well, and and uh, it, it also works out because uh, one touchdown is six points, right? So even, correct, even correct. if, you know, uh, so I see the Steelers here had 14, so they got uh, two touchdowns and... Uh, and the conversion, right? That's how it works. 
Well, so, who knows? Well, so well, even well, so, they only scored twice, whereas uh, the Blue Jays scored eighteen times. So it still works out. Yeah, I don't know. I, the, the, yeah, the, there's lots of, of variations of, of of scoring that you can do to make fourteen. I think I think you do two field goals, um, and a, a touchdown without a conversion and a safety. That's well, I, I think we don't need to go into into that level of detail. You can start your own. Uh, how to score points in NFL podcast. Yes, exactly. I think I would get the wrong listenership if I just called it how to score, though. Um, so what, ha- what happened Wednesday? They lost in 10 innings. Mm. Uh, yeah, I was... Uh... Oh, I remember that one. I was staying up l- a little later than I intended to because I drove home uh, to Ottawa on Wednesday, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I was... Uh, among other things, I was getting things uh, unpacked and put away around the house, and then I finished off by watching the game and it it was okay i think like i think it was pretty much a boring game until like what the eighth inning or something yeah i'm not sure i didn't really watch that game too too much um vladdy hit his 30th home run in that game mm, though yeah i've never seen that that was a three-run home run to kind of tie the game and i think oh i was falling asleep that's what it was and and so it's just getting too late to, to to kind of follow that game so i just went to bed um with with knowing that it was tied but uh yeah so it was uh four to three in ten innings they, they, they split the it was an away series against the phillies so they split the, whatever it's it's fine it's fine yeah i'm not too worried about that um yeah. so i guess uh, what is a little more concerning is uh the the next two games so last night and thursday uh they allowed 20 runs in total <laughs> Uh, yes, um, they lost ten to five and ten to six Thursday and Friday against the Rays. And the significant uh, uh, thing about that is that um, with those two losses, it means this, the Rays have won the season series versus the Jays. And if there's any tie- tiebreaker scenarios in the playoffs, that means that the Rays would win the tiebreaker scenario, um, which would not be good because it would be likely that I would think that the Rays and Jays would be facing each other in a playoff series, and we don't want. As we're seeing this weekend, the Rays to have home field advantage at the, at the Tropicana Field. Yeah, and that is actually my strikeout this week is Tropicana Field. Um, it's always a, a bad ballpark, but I was watching the Jays in 30 this morning for last night's game because I didn't really watch last night live. And mm-hmm. uh, there was a catch by one of the Rays outfielders where he ran into the Rays bullpen <laughs> in order to catch it. So uh, the fact that the bullpen is on the field is is one of the many reasons why uh, Tropicana Field is not good. Yeah, um it's it's not they they need a new stadium, that's the the story and and, and it's a terrible stadium and they've they've got all those those stanchions and burrows on the on the ceiling that uh is makes it very um they have all these different rules for that. So yeah, it's not great, terrible stadium. Um but we j- let's just hope that the Jays win the following two games um of the of the series um, and, and regain their lead in the wildcard standings and then just keep it up because they're facing um, the Yankees, I think, starting the week. Uh, my, my strikeout for the week, though, is the ghost of Nate Pearson. He just keeps on hovering around the season. I've, I've heard people, you know, pronounce that he's not going to come back. I've seen, heard people like kind of be a little hopeful that he will come back. It's just this this ghost of Nate Pearson is haunting the season for the sounds, Blue Jays. It sounds like a, a Hardy Boys title. It, it probably is as well. We'll have to look that up. Uh, we'll have to ask uh, our brother Glenn for that. He was he was a Hardy Boys uh, a, a fanatic as as a kid. But yes, the ghost of Nate Pearson is haunting this this season and haunting the bullpen because really they could use um, any extra help in the bullpen at this point in the season is 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 good. Uh, I guess 
I, I guess the best thing to do would just be to assume that he's not pitching and then we get pleasantly surprised if he does. Well, that's yeah, that's what we've I think our, our attitude has been throughout the season. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe he will, you know, be that extra arm um, that just puts the Jays over the top in the playoffs. Because we've seen last year, especially with Atlanta, that anything can happen. Atlanta won 88 games last year and won the World Series. This year, they're a much better team for sure. But I think the Jays are on pace to score to, to win somewhere around like 90, 91 wins. So if they if they get into the playoffs, especially if they have home field advantage in the uh, wild card uh, race, um, uh, then they can they can make some 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 noise. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, it's it's good that the playoff picture is uh, is including two extra teams because I think if this was last year, uh, if the way that they're playing this year, I don't think they would even be within one game. But that's uh, speaking of the playoffs. Uh, that's my no decision is that there's uh, so many different playoff possibilities, and I'm uh, I can't really wrap my head around it. Um, I'm, it's kind of neat to to know that uh, there's there's at least three different ways that the the Blue Jays can make the playoffs whether like wild card one two or three I guess mm-hmm. um, but I, I just I think I'm just trying to enjoy if you know any wins that come out of the the rest of the season I, I don't really want to worry about where they're going to finish in the playoffs uh, I, I I have come to the I, I accept that they will be in the playoffs I think there's too much that needs to go wrong for them to miss it but I I don't really want to worry about where they're going to play who they're going to play uh, i just want them to to let's just finish the season now and then they can they can play the yeah. playoffs they don't need to play the rest of the games no I th- I, well I'd, actually i wouldn't want them to finish the season now because at this point on saturday they would be facing the race at, at, in tropicana but i i yeah like i think as we can just hope that they finish the season strong so my my speaking of the playoffs my 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 no decision um uh, is is the starting rotation depth uh, in the playoffs? Because I think that it, it's it's generally agreed upon that you know Alec Manoa, Kevin Gossman, Ross Stripling are the are the three uh, starting pitchers they're going to rely upon. But then you know if 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 they make it, assuming that they'll make it past the wild card three game wild card series, um, the you know the uh, the division series and further down the road the champion series their their depth um in starting pitching is going to be tested because i guess how the scheduling works out there's going to be a lot of like back-to-back games late in the series um i'm not sure whether it's you know how exactly off the top of my head i'm not sure exactly how that works out but um the 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 rotation depth will definitely be tested um especially if it goes a full three games in the wildcard round so there's there's just um you know the it's you know like we're confident. Every Jays fans were were confident about the the, the 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 first three guys, but then after that, it kind of drops off a cliff a little bit because you never you don't know what kind of guy you're going to get with with Barrios. So the, the, though they do win when he pitches, it's just I I can't see the way that he gives up runs, um, especially when the, when we get into the playoff style of baseball. I can't see his his um, uh, style of pitching and the way he gives up runs uh, just work in the playoffs like it's not the team wouldn't be confident uh playing behind him well uh i guess the only good news about the uh the pitching rotation going into the playoffs is that they have manoa lined up for game 162 so that uh if if, if home field is him. at stake if, yeah. if they need him if, if they don't need him then he will not pitch. So that's why they skipped his start yesterday and he's starting mm-hmm. today saturday so yeah exactly i paid that much attention i know that <laughs> yeah 
All right. So what, what's your what's your home home run? Well, um, Bo keeps performing in September. Uh, so I mentioned I watched Jays in Thirty, the half hour version of Friday night's game, and uh, um, I, the the one consistent thing in that game through all the Jays offense was Bo getting on base. Like they they condensed the game a lot in Jays in Thirty, obviously to make uh, a three plus hour game fit in half an hour, but like yep. pretty much. Every inning when the Jays were hitting, uh, you'd hear Bo on base. Bo gets a double. Bo uh, hits an RBI. So that's that's good. I like to see that he's uh, continuing to perform, even though uh, the rest of the offense and the bullpen may be letting the team down a little bit. Um, I think it's mostly the bullpen because I think you know eleven runs in two games is not bad. No, no, they they, they should be. They shouldn't be giving up as many runs as they did, and I think Bo Bichette is hitting some somewhere around like like four hundred, like over four hundred for the month of September so far. So he's he's kind of been um, their 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 player of the month for September. Um, and like I was saying before about the strong finish, my home run is a strong finish because I really do feel like they are finishing the season strong. Uh, they they um, have had one of the better records um, it, since I think August, and despite some of the hiccups with pitching, they're they're still like they're they're I think they're winning over sixty percent of their games. I think they're set, as far as teams, um, I think it was somewhere since like the beginning of August. Um, they're they're only in. The second, their second place behind Houston as far as having the, the best win loss records uh, uh, so far. So, well, I guess that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, talking a lot about the playoffs, I thought it was good to do a check in um, with the playoff picture. Um, oh yeah. Have you had a that. chance to look at this? Yeah, I did. Um, so far, like I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to the National League side, but I saw. I, I think even though it's showing the Blue Jays on the road against Tampa Bay, I still think that it's a better matchup than uh, I, I prefer seeing them play Tampa Bay than either Cleveland or Seattle based on how the season's gone against those yeah. teams. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Like, well, I, I think we'll just have to kind of be happy with what <laughs> what ends up happening when the playoffs do start. But yeah, like as it stands right now, it's um, Tampa Bay and Toronto on the wild card. Cleveland and Seattle in the wild card on the on the other side. Uh, winners for, between Cleveland and Seattle go on to face the Yankees, and the winners between Tampa and Toronto would face Houston. On the NL side, we have St. Louis and San Diego um, in the wild card, and Philadelphia and Atlanta in the wild card on the other side. Um, Philadelphia, Atlanta waiting to face LA, and then or LA waiting to face Philadelphia, Atlanta, and then the, the Mets waiting to face St. Louis, San Diego. So, um, I I've, I think of. I don't know if I said it on the podcast or if I just was messaging you about this, but I think that the NL side is is going to be just fun to watch because there's just a lot of a lot of good teams out there. Philadelphia, Atlanta are division rivals. St. Louis, San Diego are interesting to watch. St. Louis has a really good story with all the you know Pujols and and Wainwright and 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 Yadier Molina all retiring at the end of the year. Um, and then like the, the battle between the the Mets and Atlanta for the the the, the NLS NL East uh, uh, division title because they're like one game apart at this point and they're both like on pace to win over a hundred games so it's 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 really interesting. Yeah, um, well, I I didn't realize that St. Louis was actually close to in the playoffs. I don't remember. What yeah, they're I, they're leading the West. They're leading. Sorry, the Central Division. Yeah, I I don't I don't remember what I had predicted for them uh, at the beginning of the year, but uh, I I think I I 
did not have them winning the division, but I think I, I had them in the playoffs, but still no, I think we a little had Milwaukee. Surprising. I think everybody expected Milwaukee to win the, the Central. Um, and and they, I don't think anybody expected St. Louis to be a bad team. I just don't think anybody expected them to be you know, as, as performing as well as they are, which is, which is, which is good for them. Okay, well, uh, why don't we get to uh, our our weekly poll, which we post on uh, Twitter at Jays from Home? Yeah. So, how many home runs will Mike Judge have when the Yankees face the Blue Jays? You mean Aaron next Judge? Week? Mike or, Judge. Is actually, a... I always said Mike. Is, yeah, I always say Mike Judge. Mike Judge uh, is the creator of Office Space and Beavis and Butthead and yeah. what else? I don't know. Um, Aaron Judge. How many home runs will Aaron Judge have when the Yankees face the Jays next week? So at, uh, at this point, he's at 60. Yeah, I uh, I didn't get to answering this one, but um, I would say 62. Um, yeah, that's what I had. He's, he's facing the Red Sox this weekend. I'm surprised he doesn't have 62 already. Yeah. Um, nobody thought that he would be at 61, but I think but if, if everybody thought he had 62, we, we assume he'd at least have 61. Um, and, uh, yes, the, the overwhelming response is people think he's going to have 62, um, 63 plus. I think that's because uh, you have to really go on a, on a tear and it's not easy to hit home runs. Um, but yeah, he was, uh, he was held homerless on Friday night, Saturday morning as we record this, we don't know what's going to happen, but he's still at 60 as we speak. Um, and I was, my, my, I had a follow up question. I was going to ask who's going to hit the milestone first, uh, between 700 home runs for Albert, Albert Pujols <laughs> and 62 home runs for, for Aaron judge. But you told me that, Pujols has already hit number 700. Yeah, um, and uh, if all things go well, I should have the uh, radio call, or I should have put in the radio call for number 700 at the beginning of the podcast. But uh, uh, yeah, I uh, I saw that this morning. I was browsing around for, uh, uh, like, to see what kind of stuff was trending, and, and that was, so just overall, everything, and like, not just baseball. And that was mm-hmm. one of the number one things on there was uh, Pujols uh, hitting number 700. And I was saying to you, um, interesting that it happened on an Apple TV Friday night game, uh, which is yeah. uh, good uh, good publicity, I guess, or uh, good, good, yeah, I don't know. It's good for the for Apple TV, I'm sure. Yeah, they well, get a lot of people brag on, on that they got that on TV. Yeah, a lot of people on Twitter were complaining, actually, that uh, the Yankees um, and Red Sox uh, game on Friday night was on Apple TV because people, I guess, don't know how to access an app on their phone with a free game. Um, but uh, I, I'm a little dis- – the only thing I'm disappointed about, it's nice that Albert Pujols hit the home run in L.A. because he spent some time with the Dodgers and as well, even longer with um, the Angels. Um, but – it was a late game, so not a lot of people on the East Coast got to got to see that. And I didn't even know he hit this. Like I, I was seeing in the morning, I was seeing six ninety nine trend. I had no mm. idea that he hit number seven hundred um, until I guess whatever Twitter updated itself for for, for me. But uh, <laughs> it, it would have been nice, um, you know, to 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 have done that at home but it's i think 700 is just a huge number nobody expected anybody uh, nobody expected albert Pujols to even get close to that number this year and he's been having a really great uh final yeah. season for the I, I guess we should clarify that's number that's career number 700 he has not hit 700 home runs this season that, that would be, be a lot yeah that, that, how many I, has I he, how many has he actually he hit this year at bats uh he's hit something like 22 or something like that i don't know well, that's that's still pretty good 
that's that's for a guy like who's the same age as me, basically um, hitting that many home runs. Like I, you know, I've I've lost speed on my on my swing, so I can't turn around on the fastball anymore these days. But uh, the fact that he can still you know connect and 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 be an effective player, he's not a full time player. He's a he's like a part time player. I think mm-hmm. he only faces like right-handed pitchers or something but uh yeah so he's 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 doing well i think someone uh posted on twitter earlier today that like if it weren't for the dh and the nl he might not even be playing for a team this year Hmm, good point Uh, and just a quick comment on on your swing clearly you need to uh to keep working at it because personally i am getting better as i get older playing uh softball so i just hit a home run this week uh and and a couple of really really hard hits but anyway well I don't even own a baseball bat, let alone something. Oh, we own three of them. Be on a team. <laughs> well, I have to, I have to, I have to maybe work with one of those. Um, so I had an unrelated follow-up question. Um, I was reading an article by uh, Caitlin McGrath, and she posed a question that I think is a really interesting question: Is who is the uh, Blue Jays MVP this year? Um, and she listed four pitchers as the main uh, yeah, candidates. Yeah, I noticed that you listed those because um, I was thinking about this. My answer, so last year I think it was obviously Vlad. But this yeah. year is, is interesting because I think for the hitters, they've each had MVP streaks like we're you yeah. know like Bo right now if you he's look MVP if this was the entire season and he was hitting this way he'd be the MVP but I, I would say my answer is uh, Alec Manoa uh, he's yeah, been no. the MVP this year yeah I think for Bo I tweeted um, uh, he was having a really good season this week when he was in his like super hot streak mm-hmm. no yeah um, Alec Manoa is a good choice I would choose so the, the 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 candidates she listed was Alec Manoa, Ross Stripling, Kevin Gossman, and Jordan Romano. I would choose actually Ross Stripling because he's been the steadying presence uh, for that rotation when there was uh, when when Ryu was injured and when mm. Barrios was not consistent. And Stripling just plunked right into the rotation and and has been consistent. He you know he's never been like you you know what to expect with him and he's pitched well. Um, so I, I, I would choose for the MVP is, is Ross Stripling. Um, you know, um, you know, Alec Manoa has, has been really good as well. I, I think any of these answers, I well, I don't know about Kevin. I'd, I'd argue that, uh, that if you take Manoa off the team, like if he got injured, the Blue Jays are not in the playoffs. Like the, there's no way that, uh, that they would be playing this well. So they are we talking though, Manoa every best five player days. or mo- most valuable? Most valuable. Yes. Well, because because well, that, that's the thing though. But if Ross Stripling isn't in there, there's just a lot of a lot of just uncertainty in the rotation, and 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 um, relievers especially. But baseball players. I, I think if, really if like Stripling wasn't world. if Stripling wasn't working out, I think the team would have made a, a little more aggressive uh, attempts to get a starting pitcher at the trade deadline, though. Maybe, maybe. Um, I think on the on the hitting side, though, I would maybe choose. Um, uh, uh, Matt Chapman as the team MVP on on the offensive side for for both like his his he had a, he had a rough start well defensive but, like, he's 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 very he's their best defensive player and he's getting close to thirty home runs now he's got the power he's he's everything's coming around for him um, you wouldn't be incorrect in saying that Vladdy is the MVP as well but um, between Vladdy and Chapman I think those are your two um, uh, top offensive MVPs. Yeah, I guess Chapman, it, he doesn't look like he's doing well offensively. Like, if you were to watch game to game, um, it, it he doesn't 
like it you, you wouldn't think that he's hitting as well as he is like it it's just that kind of season i think he's having but yeah. You know, if you and look even, overall even he, at the numbers, like if you step away and look at the big picture, you can see that he's doing well. Yeah, and 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 you wouldn't you wouldn't be wrong if you nominated Alejandro Kirk in that department as well. Like he's been consistent at the plate, and also he's a catcher, which is a really important position. But I I, I think for me, um, Matt Chapman is the uh, offensive MVP for the Blue Jays because he's also got that leadership um, off the field. You see him. There was some some clips I think a couple weeks ago with him like. Uh, uh, just working on defense with and and, and showing uh, Bobichet some tips some tips on on defense. So so he's he's been a really good presence on the team uh, off the field as well. So good good choice for an offensive MVP, but that wasn't an offensive choice. Um, now uh, there's some other stuff that come up. I don't know if this is being officially announced, but mm-hmm. uh, it was I like when I read this, it was mostly like a. Um, leaked from an unnamed source that um, Canada is going to be, as of September 30th, going to be dropping the vaccine requirements to enter Canada. Uh, I don't know if it was made official, but... Uh, I this... thought it was official. Uh, as of September 20, 21st in the Global Mail that I am uh, have linked in this article, um, it seems like it's pretty much going to be official. Well, so yeah, just, it's just it's just I don't I don't know if the if Canada has officially made the announcement or it's just because the article that I read initially was from someone who uh, who wished to remain anonymous. Otherwise, he wouldn't he or she wouldn't uh, reveal the information. But, you know, it sounds like one of those things where like Doug Ford would always uh, leak something to the press before officially announcing it. So that's probably what this yeah. is. Yeah, no, and I, I think that's going to happen, which means that like, any, any, if you want to call it home field advantage because of the COVID vaccines for the Jays is, is out the window. Um, I think... Um, well, there's you know, a base hit prefer- for me is we don't have to hear again so much of how much uh, Toronto has a home field advantage and people complaining incorrectly about it. Exactly. Um, I, would, I think I would still be more comfortable with the, those vaccine requirements at the border, baseball and sports aside. Um from a sporting point of view, it definitely means that going forward, the Jays will ha- will be able to um, sign players who are, let's just call them vaccine hesitant. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, so, so they they're that the, they won't face a huge disadvantage as far as acquiring players in the off season. Um, I would still prefer, and I think um, most teams, uh, the Yankees teams like the Yankees in, in, in general, like would prefer their players to be uh, vaccinated uh, overall just for health and for, and for, for societal uh, is this the benefits of society. If everybody's vaccinated, that means less people will get sick with COVID, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting development. Um, I hadn't heard this one. I know that Espinal would miss some games, but he's on the injured list officially. With a left oblique strain on the 10-day IL. Um, yeah, yeah, so hopefully, I, uh, I saw at the end of last night's game that Bo looked like he was hurting a little bit on, on a swing. So hopefully, uh, Bo is okay because I don't think they really have a backup. Uh, for I don't remember whether that swing was before or after the error in the 8th. I think thing, it was after. But but he stayed he stayed in the game. Um, he Or they, sorry, they the throw general. was before. Uh, the the. The swing that I'm talking about was in the ninth inning. In the ninth, okay. The um, he, they, he, they checked on him and he stayed in the game and he I think he ended up like striking out. So hopefully it's nothing. And I think Bo Bichette is the type of player 
who will play through if it's a little thing, especially. And this late in the game, this season, the games are really important. So I think that hopefully if it's um, something that he can play through, he will play through it and it's not going to affect um, his 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 offensive output. I guess I guess in theory they could put uh, Biggio at second and Merrifield at short. I don't know. Um. Yeah. That, well, let's just hope we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. What's this so, last uh, Blue Jays note you have here? Well, yeah. Um, I'm not sure what this award is, but I'm sure it's a good one because Jamie Cam- Campbell won it. He won the Sports Media Canada President's Award. So that so congratulations to. Uh, Jamie Campbell, um, that must be a good award. <laughs> I, I didn't know that we had a Sports Media Canada president in the first place. So, uh, well, he's probably head of Sports Media Canada. Yeah. Or she, I don't know, <laughs> he or she. They. Uh, okay, so other stuff. We already talked about Pujols hitting uh, number career home run number 700. So what else uh, do we have here? Um, well, yeah, the Tigers had a bit of a... Um, a shakeup. Um, I, I think maybe the, we, we talked. We didn't talk about this in the in the last podcast because this happened within the past two weeks. But they named um, Giants GM Scott Harris was named the president of the Tigers. Uh, the Tigers uh, fired their GM, I guess. Um, so there's a bit of a shakeup there. So that's that's just some interesting news um, in, in the AL. Um, and also, it's been um, a bad week, bad couple of weeks for Royals. Uh, we had. Queen uh, Elizabeth uh, dying, which was not a good. Oh, I thought Royals. you were going to uh, like relate that to the Kansas City Royals somehow, and I'd like. Well, well, no, we had, well, we had does she have an ownership? And, did she have an ownership stake in in the Royals? I don't know. Not in Royals, but in McDonald's. She has. She she own, she does own the Royals. Do own a McDonald's, and I guess that was uh, passed along to uh, either Charles or, or or Prince William or whatever. But um, yeah, so bad week for the Royals. The Queen died and uh, Kansas City also fired their president of baseball operations, Dayton Moore, because um, the Royals are supposed to be, we're we're expecting as a franchise to be better than they are and uh, their pitching really just hasn't been that great. So, Well, um, okay. Uh, So I I guess it's always bad when someone gets fired, but hopefully they they can find someone better. Maybe they'll hire, uh, get another uh, woman in the in the front office. Maybe, yeah. You know, he's a baseball lifer. He like was like behind all those like '90s. Um, he was like the scouting guy behind all those '90s um, Atlanta teams that uh, won the division. Um, and he's just—I think he's been with. I read that he was with the Royals since like 2006. So he's been with them for a long time. But um, there was an article that came out in the Athletic, I think, last week, um, just about how how their pitching uh, prospects haven't really progressed and haven't really uh, met expectations. Um, and I think as a team, they wanted to be better than they are. Um, I think also just when, when when the Jays faced the Royals um, this past summer, and it came out how many like players were unvaccinated and i think that just pointed to just an overall kind of attitude for the team that maybe maybe you know they don't they didn't talk about this in public but maybe maybe that's something that uh uh you know um the 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 new team owner uh was was disappointed with you want to have more more players be on board and willing to like just be vaccinated to, to to kind of help your team be a winner and 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 I think like a third of the 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 guys on their roster weren't really that committed to winning based on their vaccination status I would say yeah who knows um, okay so uh, one more note here uh, I guess it's about next year not not this year 2023 let's it's 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 coming around I think we're we're in September now so that's like what like uh, October November December like almost three and a half months. Five or six, three and a half months. I don't know. 
five or six months? There's three. October, November, December is three months. And then and then March is three months after that. So in March, uh, the, oh, I thought the, you were talking about 2023 in general. It's yeah, only well, three like, months away. Plus, about six months from now, the the, the World Baseball Classic uh, will will officially start, and they they've released their schedule. And uh, Team Canada will open the tournament uh, on March the 12th in Arizona, at Chase Field in Arizona, versus whoever is the qual- qual- the Q3, the qualifying three team, uh, makes it, gets in. And they're I guess they're playing kind of right now as we speak over the next like two weeks or so to to figure that that qualifying out uh, in the WBC. Cool. Um, I don't know if I'm going to watch a lot of that. That's uh, March is usually when I'm still watching hockey, which uh, is starting up this weekend. Uh, I mentioned. To is you. it is is it the first? Is it just preseason or is it the actual season? Preseason. Preseason. Okay. Uh, yeah. See, like, much like baseball, I'm not going to be paying too too much attention to, to preseason, but it'll be nice to watch these WBC games because they will be somewhat more uh, meaningful. Um, you know, um, Team Canada should be more uh competitive this year than, than in previous years um so it, it, i don't know i think it should be a fun series to watch in in march and it'll be a a, a pleasant change from meaningless uh, uh spring training games that we're used to, to to watching and it'll be nice to kind of i remember i don't know if you remember but I, I think it was like before 2010 or there was there's was a big brawl between uh team canada and maybe it was was it mexico because they were just they were upset that team canada was running up the score but those were the rules and everything so there, there's some fun things that can happen in this tournament yeah well i i don't remember most of the tournaments so uh that that's probably going to be the case for this one um uh i guess so i guess we should look ahead at what's coming next week for the blue jays yeah, so like we like we mentioned briefly in the poll, the Yankees are going to be uh, facing the Jays this uh, uh, coming uh, starting on Monday, um, and then uh, the Red Sox are finishing off the week against the Jays. So um, it'll be a, a, a tough series against the Yankees. Maybe a, a, a an a, well, I don't know. It might not. I guess it'd be it would have to be an ALCS preview if the Jays face the Yankees at this point. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but we'll we'll see. Hopefully, um, I mean. They've played well against both teams this year, so I think it'll be a good week. And I'm I'm kind of hoping that that uh, I've almost said Mike Judge again. Aaron Judge doesn't doesn't hit home run number sixty two against the Red Sox this weekend because I probably won't be, get the chance to see it. But if he um, and if if he faces the Jays, I'm hoping also that he doesn't hit home run number sixty two because that likely means that the Jays pitched him at least well or at least didn't let him swing at anything. Um, so yeah, let's just hope that uh, he just hits 62 later just a little later later in the week i guess um okay yeah. so the twins i haven't really been paying much attention to them but i see based on the record they are now below 500 that's uh that's not good yeah one of the things i mentioned in two weeks ago in the last podcast is that a lot can change in two weeks and this is one of those things that changed quite a bit yeah they're under 500 they're 11 game backs games back in the central which Pretty much means that they're out of it. I think they're one game from being eliminated, eliminated from Central, the AL Central, um, uh, uh, from being able to win the AL Central. Um, also, it was just announced, I think, that they also realize this as well because Byron Buxton is going to have season-ending surgery. Mm. So I think they know that their season is over. Um, oh, that's too bad. I, mean, I, um, I have listed here that Rocco Baldelli's jib is safe. I meant to say his job is safe. Well, um, yeah, isn't a jib like part of a sailboat or something? So I'm glad yep. uh, Rocco's sailboat is is in good condition. 
his, his, yes, his sailboat is okay, as as is his job, according to management. Um, management did not comment on the sailboat, but I think that we're just assuming that his sailboat is 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 uh, in C shape. Um, but my question, because of all this, is should we pick a playoff B team? Um, yeah, I guess we could, but I think it would be better to wait until the matchups are set. Okay, and I think I, it would. I think we should probably. Um, just uh, to be on the safe side, pick a National League team. Well, the, these things, I'm, I'm going to nominate a team, and, and I guess we can be decide a little later, but I think a good B team to follow would be the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, I was thinking about that as well. Um, th- the only thing is, is uh, I guess it would just because they would be fun to watch with Pujols on the team, but on the other oh, hand... Oh, no, but not just Pujols, but they have, they have the best third baseman in the, in the game in Nolan Arenado. Uh, 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 Paul Goldschmidt is probably your NL MVP winner, um, and they have like Adam Wainwright. Like I said, he's it's his last season as well, but he's pitching well. So it'll it, they'd be an interesting team to uh, follow through the playoffs if well, they make a long run. What I was my argument against them would have been that uh, it's not an interesting team to root for in the fact that they've won a lot of uh, World Series titles in the the last the last little while. So uh, well, they've won. They've won. Nice to have someone different. Yeah, they've they've won. Of all the teams, if you're going to go with World Series titles in the ANL, of all the teams that have made the the, the uh, that are in line to make the playoffs, um, only the Padres. The Padres are the only team that haven't won um, a World Series title. The Mets haven't won since 1986. Although the last time they made the World Series was 2015. Dodgers won in 2020. Um, yeah, the, the Atlanta they won last year. So so it's basically between the Padres. Mets and Cardinals. The Cardinals last one, I think, in 2010 or 11, I want to say, um, against Texas. Um, uh, 2011, I think it was. Um, so so it, it's been a while. The, lots has changed since then. Tony LaRusso was, was managing the Cardinals when they last, last won. Now, now he's, he's on the sidelines for, for, the, for the White Sox. But uh, so there's lot, lots of, of factors to consider. Hmm. Um, well, like I said, I don't think gotta wait Padres, till the playoffs are set. I think I'm not so sure about the Padres. They 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 they're just not. They're kind of backing into the playoffs at this point. Uh, Milwaukee is 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 still in contention. Uh, it's between like Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and um, and uh, 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 St. Louis. No, it's not St. Louis. Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and San Diego for that final uh, wild card spot in the NL. Hmm. Well, we'll have to see how it all works out um okay so let's even though it's it's been a few weeks but uh let's check in with the ottawa titans who uh uh i think the last time you podcasted i think they were still playing yeah so i think they were in their um the division uh uh playoffs yeah yeah and and I recorded on Sunday morning i think that later that afternoon quebec beat them in the divisional series and they went on to beat Schaumburg. I don't even. What, I don't even know what the Schaumburg team name is. Um, in three to one in the Frontier League Champion Series. What do you know? What the Schaumburg team's name is? No, I don't. I'd have to look it up, and I, I don't. Uh, I don't intend to do that right now. Um, no, right. Yeah, but you know, it's too bad that Ottawa lost. But uh, at the same time, they did really well. Like I would have expected them to be like a, a last place team uh, for the first first year in the league. So, yeah, no, they had a good a good inaugural season, and it's the Schomburg Boomers. Boomers, so lots of older players. So maybe that's why Quebec had the advantage. Yes, yeah, the it's the Quebec uh, uh, elderly millennials versus the Schomburg Boomers. Is that what it is? I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so uh, I guess we'll have to see. Hopefully they can build on that next year. I assume they'll probably have a lot of the same players coming back, although I, I guess it, I don't know how often, like what the kind of turnaround is on players in the Frontier League. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll find out, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, I know. So so let's, let's take a, a quick break and we'll come back and talk about some non-baseball things. Okay, and we're back. Yeah. Um, so it was a quick break. That was a quick break. If you're listening behind the scenes, whenever like I listen to podcasts and people say, "Let's take a quick break," I wonder how much of a break they always actually take. Well, you know, I, well, I don't know what kind of a quick break that they take, but uh, the the thing that I find funny is that uh, when podcasts do that and they have ads and they say they're going to take a quick break, usually they have digitally inserted ads. And mm-hmm. so sometimes you don't get an ad served to you. So they take a quick break and then they don't actually uh, leave from the podcast. Yeah. Speaking of ads, I forgot to mention this. Um, I was watching um, MLB Network um, late at night uh, on Friday when I we traveled to your wedding. And it was interesting because because they, they put in like commercials based on where your location is. And I was getting, while I was watching MLB Network, French commercials. Oh, yeah. Because we were in northern Ontario because Sudbury has a... As a French population, I guess a little bit, yeah, um, bigger than than you'd assume. Yeah, so that, I just thought that was interesting because I was watching. I was like, "Oh, there's there's French commercials, interesting." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I I'll I'll start off with uh, with just an error that's this happened yesterday. Okay. Um, in the afternoon, I decided while it was really nice out, I would go for a bike ride, and uh, this this didn't prevent me from from getting the bike out because I still would have been able to go for a ride. But I was trying to take the bike lock off so it wasn't rattling around on on the frame, and mm-hmm. um, the key that I turned uh, that I put in wouldn't turn. So I thought that perhaps my lock was broken, but uh, so I you know I. Got some some oil out uh, to to lubricate the lock and try and get it to move a little bit, and then I I realized shortly after that I had actually put the wrong key into the lock, so uh, I, I grabbed the correct key and I was able to open it successfully. So that took up about like you know twenty minutes worth of time trying to figure things out. So yeah, no, I, I don't. The, yeah, I've done things like that. Like I don't I don't remember if I mentioned it in the last podcast, but I ended up. Uh, waiting for Leo's bus to arrive an hour early, uh, on his first week of school. So no, not even on. We haven't even changed. Uh, gone away from daylight savings time yet. No, no. I was I was just like, oh, it's time to go get Leo. And then I looked at my watch. It's like, oh wait, it's it's. I'm an hour early. Um, <laughs> so my my strikeout. Speaking of Leo, was that he has figured out how to open um, childproof doorknobs. So uh, we're going to have to rethink our our um, whole uh, strategy as far as keeping him out of the bathrooms and things like that. Um, is I don't know. I don't know if you've ever seen our childproof doorknobs, but they they're like plastic coverings that go over the knobs, and you have to basically like put your fingers through these little holes holes and and hold on to the doorknob with your fingers to turn it. And, you know, kids with these doorknobs, they just try to hold the plastic doorknobs and the plastic turns around on the doorknobs. So he has he has figured out his way around that. So that's um, I see. Well, most of the time, uh, childproof stuff is mostly a deterrent, uh, ends up a deterrent to adults being able to open things. Uh, So that's that's true. That's true. Although um, I was surprised Uh, we had a a guy come and look at our air conditioner. I think I mentioned that in the last podcast. And and he had no problem with these childproof doors so i was i was i was very impressed and surprised by that 
so uh, my strikeout, um, it was uh, actually on Wednesday. Um, I, I was driving home, and when I arrived home, it was pouring rain. So uh, my choices were to either stay in the car and wait out the rain, which if I had done that, it probably would have been another half hour before I actually got out of the car, or uh, or just get out and, and run to the door. Uh, and so that's what I did, but, uh, I, I decided to unload the car in the pouring rain, but then, uh, you know, I could have waited on that as well. And if I had waited just, you know, even half an hour, 45 minutes, I would have been able to unload it in some nice sunshine. But unfortunately, yeah. uh, it was pouring rain, uh, and that was quite annoying to, to have to get out of the car and unpack things from the car. Yeah. So that's my strikeout. I think it was a rainy week because we got back on Sunday and it was rainy. I think another strikeout, an additional strikeout, is just unpacking the car after trips like these because it's like, for, I don't know about you, but for us, like, things are just so crazy that, like, the, all the stuff from the trip always ends up being in the hallway for, like, an additional, like, I think you have to, like, multiple, like, s- figure out how many days you were gone. We were gone three days, so multiply that by, like, five, and that's how long it, it the, the, the stuff oh, stays no, in the so that's, after. that's why we, like, just try to get things put away right away we just uh get it out of the car it's only sitting around in the in the main main room for maybe like um just you know long enough for us to relax a little bit then we just just take get it all put it away it's just get it done right away then it's not sitting around yeah, I, I we we just kind of do the essentials like the 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 baby mon well, the, not baby mon child monitors I guess you could call them now and and pillows and things but yeah it it definitely took at least I think about a week for me to put everything away um, yeah but uh, I think there's some sort of formula with that well it doesn't apply to us is what I say no uh, so do you have a, a no decision for this week oh yeah my no decision is 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 playdates uh, with school starting Leo starting to make friends and people are asking us for playdates and i just you know like i don't know what the etiquette is for playdates like do you invite kids over and then do you have to like almost like make it like a like a an event like do you have to like make like food and snacks or or like you know like do you put it on who hosts the playdate who who you know what 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 do you do in a playdate these are these are all new things to me so my no decision is playdates because I, I just don't know what to do leo's what, leo made a friend in school and, he, and they they contacted us for a playdate um and and so yeah i don't know uh what the etiquette is for for for, for playdates i think it largely depends on the age of the kids so the younger they are the more involved you need to be as they get well, older yeah. they can they can uh they can get uh they can entertain themselves yeah yeah so so these these kids are like four years old so i don't know i don't know. I, I i i contacted uh his friend's parents and and to say that we're gonna be at the park today so so i think we're we're gonna just just kind of uh have a have a non-snack easy play date if, if it does end up happening so we'll, we'll see what happens with that but it's 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 just a this is a new thing that we are encountering as as parents is is is, is play dates and it's just, it's a new mysterious thing um yeah uh and it's it's just yeah uh who who, who are we like you know do you, do, you, do you get food for the parents too like do you sort of like get a uh, beer, drinks, coffee. You have to, you have to like, like, like be prepared. You have to, you have to, to, well, to get probably, a, get a, get a, probably get a, not a beer. Uh, you probably want to, you know, be able to be uh, alert. So maybe coffee is one, the, one, is the one, one beer is, 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 is isn't going to hurt me, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I have to like order a vegetable tray, get some, get some, get some, uh, some of those English style sandwiches, cucumber sandwiches, and uh, have, have tea and coffee at the ready. 
uh, I don't know. These these these, these things are, are 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 all new to me. I see. Uh, well, my no decision. Uh, it's not new to me, and it's probably what I would say. It's a no decision every time this comes up is fall ball. Uh, so it's the fall season for softball. I think six weeks, maybe eight weeks. I I don't remember, but. Uh, uh, it's it's fun to to have one last uh, little bit of, of softball for the year to finish out uh, the uh, the outdoor season, but uh, unfortunately, it's it's also uh, it's hit or miss on whether uh, it, you get good weather or not. Like some years, it's it can be really rainy, um, but this year, so this past Thursday, it was uh, very cold. Uh, we had a nine thirty yeah. game. And it was once we got going, it was okay. But uh, leading up to it, it was it was freezing. Uh, so that's that's not always the most fun. Although on on the positive side of that, which also makes it kind of neutral, is that it's easier to dress warmly and play comfortably than it is to uh, play in in super hot weather. Yeah, and you can just pretend you're playing in Cleveland. Uh, uh, like potentially the Jays could be as a possible playoff <laughs> matchup. All right, what's your home run? Uh, my home run is um, Leo has been going to kindergarten now for junior kindergarten now for I think three weeks now. Am I, are we three weeks into the school year? And we have every single day caught the bus on time. So that's my home run. We've gotten him out of the house. We've we've been able to get him dressed. There have been some very 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 close calls, some last minute peas and poos um, that we have scrambled. But every time, every single time. Uh, we've gotten out of the house and caught the bus, uh, bright and early, which is way still, still way too early. Uh, but we have gotten him out of the house and, uh, he has, he has caught the bus on time. And as a side note, I didn't write this down, but I'm just thinking about this now. A side note is that Bo, he has been doing, um, preschool, uh, at the same time, starting as with Leo, he has finally kind of gotten happy about going to preschool. Uh, for the first couple of weeks, he has been crying in the car, being upset about going to preschool. But now Bo says, preschool fun or fun preschool uh uh oh, that's and, and good. does so not cry on the way so he's turning it around for september and, and doing well just like uh the other other bow bobachette yeah 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 his 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 he's he's, he's having a good uh, september a, a strong re, a strong september yes that's true yeah. Uh, well, my home run is, uh, was, uh, well, the, the wedding last weekend, it was, uh, pretty much everything that we could have hoped for. And even though, uh, the week leading up to it, the weather was looking, uh, like I, I had already guaranteed everybody that it wasn't going to rain, uh, that we, we oh. planned, we planned that we rearranged for yeah. no rain on, on Saturday, um, well months, months in advance. So we were ready for, uh, for outdoor to be outdoors, but uh, it was looking. Well, the 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 the, the, pay, the, the, the side uh, payoff to that was that you had to endure thirty degree weather in in, in a giant blanket for for several minutes. Well, well, that was that was the thing. <laughs> it was actually a lot warmer than than we thought. Like the the day before uh, on Friday when we we did a rehearsal around the same time, uh, it was windy. It was cold. It was cold. Um, so we kind of assumed it was going to be the same thing, but it worked out to be a really nice day, and everything uh, everything worked out the way that we wanted to. Uh, I mean, well, uh, I, I told you about this. Uh, leading just before the ceremony, our dog uh, threw up upstairs in our <laughs> in our bedroom, so I had to clean that up in in my suit, which luckily yeah. was uh, it was not a 
a big mess, but the, the most trouble we have with that is Bailey tries to eat it afterwards. Uh, so I had to had to scramble for that. But um, no, we were just uh, really grateful for everyone that showed up and, and helped out. So it was, uh, yeah, it was fun. I was I was not able to hear any details of the wedding because I was um, inside chasing Leo. I was chasing Leo at the time, I think. I was chasing both of them. But so I had to shut the window so he didn't like scream at your wedding. <laughs> but, oh, OK. Uh, I, see, I was going to say we had opened the windows uh, just to, to get air flowing through. But I figured that anybody inside would have been able to hear but i guess uh, that would not be possible like we we've found out at the at the lodge that it's very soundproof uh it's it's hard to hear things uh from upstairs like there was a fridge in the kitchen that was very loud and oh. i checked it out uh just when it was running when we first plugged it in and could not hear it upstairs could not hear it outside so uh interesting the walls must be very thick uh, yeah no I, I i heard i heard none of the details of of the wedding. So I assume that you both said I do. And I assume that it went through because you were both signing papers at the end and they had, you had the, the blanket ceremony. Um, but I, I, I heard zero. I think I was, I, I, I was able to sit outside with Leo for, I think one minute. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, we, we honestly had no idea who was uh, sitting no, out you're not there except for the, the front row. So, mm-hmm. um, so, so yeah, no, it was, it was a nice wedding. We, we had a, we had a good time um and and yeah um it was it was nice that it was a sunny day because i i was looking at the forecast and it did seem like it was going to rain no no i i told you i guaranteed no rain uh that is one thing that it uh the you know the week leading up uh people looking at the forecast including uh our our dad i i kept saying well don't don't tell me what it what it looks like uh first of all it's the forecast changes daily and second of all i don't want to hear about how it's uh how it's going to rain or how it looks like it's going to rain yeah. i believe i believe han solo uh said it best when he said never tell me the odds yeah yeah okay all right well, so i think that's, I think that's, that's all i got it. yeah that's all i got um i guess uh next week what's what's well let me just look at the the the, the calendar this the season will still be um We'll be just kind of nearing its end. I think there, there, it goes into the first week of October a little bit, but we'll have a. I think we'll have an even better idea of what the player pic- playoff picture is going to look like uh, next week. Yeah, and uh, as it was before, uh, where the Blue Jays finish, I think it's entirely in their control. In terms, yes. of they just if they if they keep winning, then they'll put themselves in a better position. But if if they can't, then uh, then it's it falls to other other teams so i think it's we best don't want to say to yeah the blue jays uh don't worry about what the other teams are doing just uh focus on winning games and let's hope uh, by the time you're listening to this um krista and glenn uh and and mom and dad because i think those are the four listeners other than uh, the entire country of france which we're huge in uh, apparently um that the jays will have won two games uh the final two games of the series against tampa yeah we will find out next week. All right. We'll see you, everybody, all four of you, next week. What a great moment, a Hollywood moment here in L.A. And Albert has been writing Hollywood moments all summer long and you can add this one to the list 700 home runs for the great albert pujols